And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, world. Yeah, you see it. You see it. Another dope guest who's uh, taking time out of the schedule to bless the Why Not Sports Nation, Why Not Sports Podcast. Family man, someone that's been in this game for some years, someone that I've been supporting or we've been supporting each other for a while now. Host of Noble and Rue Show by Balls of Life. Ball is life Excuse me Because ball on life Sometimes You know For us hoopers no, Hey on life man This is, this is what I gotta do Anyway That's for Yeah right <laughs> On Dash Radio Believer Adventurer And I like this too Far as your introduction I thought was uh, Unique You put On some of your uh, Introductions Minnesota raised you But you had Two other areas that groomed you. Yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. Was, yep, you got it. Um, I know world. It's just, it just hit me. I, 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 but that's how much research I do. But I let I let Zach explain them two other spots. But world, help me welcome Zach Noble to Why Not Sports. Happy to be here, my man. Long, long overdue. Long overdue. <laughs> yes, it's been uh, a childbirth and a half. So we're man. here. And congratulations for the half. Congratulations, man. Um, kids are, you know, wonderful. Like I was telling you with uh, my tribe, um, once they see that you've been doing this and they see the passion, they will be become huge supporters. Trust me. Trust me. But overall, man, what's been going on in your world? You know, I'm just uh, grinding away, trying to grow this new show and, uh, me and Arusha are having a good old time and getting a lot of good guests on and just had Joy Taylor, so yes, she's always a, a, a ball of joy. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Quite the pleasure there. and uh, uh, It's just been a lot of fun, man, because this offseason um, definitely wasn't crazy on the free agent side of things, even though the Lakers and Nets were battling back and forth and picking and choosing. I like what the Bulls did, but yes. I'm just excited for, I mean, the young growth and the my Timberwolves finally having a team I, I can kind of get excited about. This is the mm-hmm. most excited I've been for them since, shoot, I honestly can say 2004. Man, <laughs> yes, sir. And that that's, squad, that's I believe. 17 years in the making, but Man. yet it's still not that exciting. Yes, sir. So <laughs> there's a lot of things in this league I'm just super amped about. And I'm expecting a, a fun year and just a lot of just randomness happening. I think there's going to be some some trades i think there's gonna be some upsets i mean the talent's getting better and better each year yes sir it definitely is a much more balanced league in these past few years than what has been for for a good while because it used to be when kd was with the warriors we already knew they're gonna take the west oh, yeah. 
Like no, I, I think it's still super predictable. Don't get me wrong. The NBA is <laughs> never not going to be predictable. But, like, the talent is getting so much more spread out. Yes, sir. Like, yes, sir. top to bottom. Yes, so, sir. the East is no longer the least. It's, it's yes. just as good, in my opinion. Uh, might even be better, uh, depending on how you value teams and whatnot. But yes, sir. Um, you can definitely make that argument. And I just think... The talent at the bottom is, is so damn good. I mean, Orlando's the only team without really a, a all-star type player right now. Yeah, yeah. And as of right now. So I'm going to go back. When you talk about 2004 Timberwolves team, if I'm not mistaken, and I love shows like this off the top, Latrell Sprewell, right, was on that squad. Yes, sir. Wally Zerviak, obviously big KG. Irvin Johnson, I believe, was the big man. Yep. And the point guard yep. was Troy Hudson. He is the two-guard backup point guard. Sam Cassell was leading the way. And but Sam Cassell, okay. If Cassell didn't go down, that was that uh, tumultuous Kobe Bryant year. Um, <laughs> those guys, I mean, going back and forth with all those egos in there uh, yeah. with Malone and Peyton. And, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And also, I'm going to backtrack again. So, for those two spots, when I had put Minnesota raise you, Boston and KC groomed you. Yes, sir. Talk I like about Boston. So, I like Boston so much, I named my firstborn Boston. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Bo oh, Noble, man, but we, we go by Boston. Um, try to, We'll see how long that sticks. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's... It was good. Um, definitely an outdoors person. Got to the ocean and the, the mountains quite often. But, I mean, I became a big-time Celtics guy, too, at the time, just because those fans are so incredible. And, mm -hmm. I mean, that was during the Isaiah Thomas days. And yes. those guys just all played extremely hard. So, yes, um, going to about five, six different playoff games. Uh, I was working full-time and getting my master's at Harvard then. And um, got a... Uh, business management degree out there so congratulations uh, thank you it was definitely a big deal to me um grinding my ass off it was a lot of work but uh, i was working at being a sports agent at the time and uh, that's kind of basically how it revolved into podcasting like I, I was going to school mainly to be a certified agent and i knew it would help me in the business world which it has Mm -hmm. um, that degree, uh, but um, ended up uh, never getting a guy on a high enough level uh, to stick out being a sports agent. So found another way into the world um, and wanted to not give up on my sports dreams. So found podcasting and uh, Kansas City, that's where I really kicked that off and started to make things happen. Uh, but built a lot of relationships in Boston and um, still try to get to those cities as much as I can. And my wife's from Kansas City, so. Nice, nice. Yeah. So when you are watching football, in this case, the Chiefs and the Patriots, like how does that work? Or the Vikings, I see, <laughs> I like the shirt. How does that work? Is yeah. it a divided family or it's kind of like, you know what, we're going to figure this out and, and, and be cordial? Yeah, born and raised in Minnesota, like nothing will ever take away my Minnesota allegiances. I'm going to gotcha. suffer forever, but... <laughs> Uh, don't get me wrong. The only the only Boston sports team I really took in is the Celtics. Um, I kind of look at them as a secondary team for me. 
Um, I always want them to have a lot of success. But Patriots, I mean, Brady's my favorite football player of all time, but I, I don't care. I don't give a damn about the Patriots. No. <laughs> okay. the, the Chiefs, Mahomes is Mahomes. I mean, he's a legendary. Yeah. He's definitely working to be one of my all-time favorites. And um, I'm going to raise my kid a Chiefs fan. I'm not going to let him suffer in my Minnesota sports <laughs> fandom. It's, I'm going to give him one. Give him one head start off the bat and there let him have go. a little happiness in his life versus my miserableness and when it comes to sports. <laughs> Zach, that sounds like a true parent. Hey, y'all, as a parent, I did the suffering, okay? My goal yes, is to make sure you don't have to do as much suffering as your father did or your mother did in this case. You know what I mean? So got to also include the you know, significant other as well. I've learned that, too, with experience because they might listen. Like, oh, you didn't include me, so. I got you. Hey, if he wants to be an NBA fan, he can suffer with the Timberwolves. We're a franchise <laughs> in sports. So. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Love it. Now, you was talking about the NBA and how it's going to be some things that come up, surprises. So on Twitter, in the past couple of days, you had some very good questions that even had me back in the lab. The first one, who has the most unknown potential? And you listed three teams, Orlando Magic, the OKC Thunder, the Dallas Mavericks. And then the other option was other, if so, who? I want to get your side on that first before I chime in. All right, so for me, it's just so obvious the Orlando Magic, um, and I was trying to come up with any other teams that compare to it. Um, like I said earlier, that the Magic are the only team that don't have like a borderline All Star on their roster right now. Everybody else has at least one um, mm -hmm. more than like the Pistons, for example. I think Jeremy Grant. I mean, he was an Olympic guy. Yep. He, he could very well turn into an All Star this year, in my opinion. And mm -hmm. Kate Cunningham is gonna be a First long pick. time all-star in my opinion like I think he's a bona fide star do I think Jalen Suggs can get there yeah but I'm not I'm not certain that he's definitely a hundred percent chewing type deal like mm -hmm. um, he's gonna be messing with the backcourt of freaking Markel Fultz Cole Anthony even Gary Harris is a RJ Hampton like it's they want any and every guard there and throwing <laughs> Terrence Ross in the mix it's, right. it's gonna be tough to disperse all those minutes so um, yeah, Jonathan Isaac, I mean, he's missed two years. I think the world of Jonathan Isaac, uh, but is he going to get vaccinated? Is he going right. to play the whole year? I mean, are right. we ever going to see this potential? He's my guy. I mean, I respect Jonathan Isaac as much as any just because he's a very Christian man. And I mean, he does a lot for the community of Orlando. But um, yeah, it's just when you're coming off injuries like that and you got the world potential, um, in front of you. I just think they're incredibly unknown from top to bottom. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. showed some flashes. Mo Bamba showed a couple towards the end of the year, but I can't think of a team in the league right now that has more guys that um, could potentially hit big, but just, I have no idea. I'm not willing to say with a lot of certainty where every other team I can say, I think this guy for sure, and I, I'm pretty good when it comes to prospects and uh, gauging the futures of them um, the other two I threw in there I mean OKC outside of SGA I think is right. a bunch of unknown guys uh, the Dallas Mavericks outside of Luka I mean 
KP, I think, could still have a long ways to go, but does he want it? How bad? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Green and Tyrell Terry are the other two guys, I think, uh, could go a lot of different directions, and they were their first-round guys last year. But, uh, yeah, just a lot of guys that their role is either pretty solidified or they just aren't going to get the time I don't think they de- I mean, they deserve or don't think they deserve. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And when you say the Orlando Magic team, that really – you know, uh, made me go back and do more research because I, I just had a few weeks ago. Uh, Max, he's one of the media yeah, members yeah. of uh, of the Orlando Magic, and he sure. same you know thing or similar to where the talent, yes, the guards, it's a lot. So trying to balance you know the minutes with the guards and things like that is is something. But um, like I said, with Cole Anthony. Then they got um, the one guy, R.J. Hampton. So, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's not that many minutes for the guard position in, in, that, yep. uh, in that city, and in that team. If you, ask around the, if you ask around the league, too, just, I mean, whether it's a, a casual fan or just anybody with teams even um, that are, are scouts and analyzing these prospects on the daily, it's like, the mixed reviews of everybody outside of Suggs right now is pretty crazy. They're all over the place. I mean, yeah, Suggs is the clear number one for him, I think. Uh, but yeah, Fultz, Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton. I mean, you can get from all-star potential all the way down to that guy should be out of the league real soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And another question, another uh, tweet that I saw, which I thought was real interesting. Give me one player you think is overrated and one you think is underrated heading into this upcoming season. It was a lot of responses. I lost I, I lost yeah, track after I love like that. The, the 15th one. But it definitely had me thinking though. That's a very good question. You got you got somebody for me? Absolutely. So my underrated heading into this year, I'm gonna say CJ McCullough, man. I think CJ even I don't want to use this word. Playing alongside Damian Lillard, he should have been an all-star. Like, who you think pushes Dame Lillard in practice? C.J. McCullough, in my opinion, based on years of, of, of playing. How many seasons has he scored over 20 points? If Dame... Most of them. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And when you look at Shooting guards is CJ McCollum even considered in the top five, sometimes even 10. But he, right, exactly. 20. He's look at his, his free throw efficiency, his three point accuracy, his impact to that Trailblazers team to allow Lillard to be Dame time. So and that's what before I even bring out the actual numbers and specifics. Yeah. If you know, if I need to go detail, I could. But just my first thought was uh, C.J. McCullough. Yeah, that's that's an easy one for sure because uh, everybody thinks that team doesn't have anything on their roster outside of Dame. But I truly, I look at C.J. as an All Star. I call him an All Star. He's as borderline as a non All Star gets. Right. If you can find me somebody more borderline than C.J. McCollum, I'll. I'll give you a kudos, but that player is not going to be much better than C.J. McCollum. Right. Uh, those other players are like Fred Van Vliet, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, 
Karis Levert, those types. And CJ's better than all those guys. Uh, I mean, yes, let's be honest, a lot better. Yes, sir. Um, I've never said that fit is ideal. Um, I do think CJ could um, definitely, if he had a defensive guard next to him, he could even play the one. Uh, but yep. um, I think CJ could even average up to 25, 27 Jeez. if he was in a different situation. And um, then we'd be looking at him completely different. He'd be on a yes, whole sir. nother level. Uh, but he can close games. I mean, his bag is insane. Uh, but yeah, he yes, can. Sir. I mean, his assists have been all the way up to four and a half. I mean, he, a could, lot. he could average seven, eight assists, in my he's, opinion. Yes, sir. So now, yeah, he, he's always been underrated until uh, until he makes an all star game. I mean, I personally think he's better than Mike Conley. Call me crazy. Call me no. crazy. No, but, Con- no, no, I agree. I, uh, I just, I, I respect durability. I appreciate durability, and that's a big thing to me. And um, he's been a little more available than Mike Connolly, so their their play styles are close enough where I'd give CJ the edge just because of availability. Even yes, sir. And that's the thing too. When Mike Connolly was uh, had an opportunity to make that All Star team this past uh, season, it was like, yo, let me put a Campaign on why I should make it. So I respect yep. that. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, if some, if we're podcasters, we're content creators. If I've been in this game for as long as I have, and I haven't been able to be a part of a, a movement of dope podcasts, I'm like, yo, what else do I need? I just want right. one, and before I retire. So right. that's how I take the Mike Conley situation personally, more than anything else. Hey. I'm all for it, as long as you're backing it up. And <laughs> I mean, I'm more action over talk. I always respect that. But yeah, hey, yeah. nobody's going to endorse you if you ain't endorsing yourself. Come on. I mean, you at least got to support yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, the overrated person. Now, Zach, That's this is tough, man. You just said the best ability, <clears throat> excuse me, is availability. So I, I saw some of the comments. Some said uh, Anthony Davis. I even got with some of my other peers. They said Joel and B because of their injuries. But I'm thinking, but they, I can see, I can see that. Uh, another comment was Draymond Green because some people put him up there, saying he's the yep. glue to the Golden State Warriors. I can't argue that. Tarzan. So, it, 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 it was a lot of great comments. So, for those listeners uh, that's chiming in, just check out Zach' Twitter and uh, kind of see within the last couple of days, just kind of see the different comments. But as far as an overrated player, man, I really was stumped just to be genuine. I usually, you know, try to go back and forth with a debate, but when you can't control injuries. Right. You know what I mean? And, and 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 for me, like you, I'm a believer. Also, I look at positive things, like super positive. So, the Draymond Green, is he overrated? You take him off that team, do Steph Curry get those shots? Because who else is the primary ball handler if if it's right. not Curry? And, and Curry's been hurt. Setting those screens, getting them open. I mean, those DHOs. Come on. So, I, I, <laughs> I don't have an overrated... I person right on I, I did some research and 
I didn't have I would, nobody. Of the guys you mentioned there, I will say Anthony Davis and Embiid, I would give them a little more overrated than Draymond Green. Because there's because here's the thing with Draymond Green. I think the if you're you gotta take on Draymond Green, it's gonna be either one side of the spectrum or the other, so they just balance each other out. Yes. Uh what with Embiid and Davis, I just think um there's a lot of people that just are like whatever on those guys, and yes, they're really good. So they end up writing them pretty properly, but then um, the people that love them are pretty loud there and um, end up taking taking the wave. So um, I just think they get more love than they do. They, they should for their availability. Um, yes, whether you can help it or not, I mean, a lot of sport is God-given gifts too. Yeah. And uh, maybe, I mean, I'm not going to question those guys' work ethic, but I right. mean, injuries and how you treat your body can be a part of that. I know Embiid, towards the beginning of his career, didn't eat that well. Yeah. Um, and even yeah. he even mentioned that. But yes, he did. Um, that's why I think he's getting healthier now and having better success with that. Because a lot of it's what you put into your body. I mean, yes, it really sir. is. So little, little things like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, there's a lot of things you can't control in this world. Like you can't control who you're drafted to. Um, and the, a lot of that stuff is you still got to factor it in. Your environment is a lot of what your results are. I mean, it's so I don't blame Harden for leaving to try to surround himself to up his career and future and long time standing in the NBA to get his real flowers. Is he going to get it? I, I sure hope so, man, because this team is special. <laughs> I want to see this team be as good as they can. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to create these teams, I'm going to fully embrace them because, they got no, one, I got no choice. If I'm not going to, I'm just going to stop watching the league. Yes, sir. Um, there, it's, why waste your energy just bitching the whole time and yeah. just complaining about the product of the, the sport you love? I mean, otherwise, you're just wasting your time. Go find, yes, find a league that you can appreciate the best parts of it. Yes, sir. Because those Lakers, man, on the on the other coast. Uh huh. <laughs> I want Nets, it so bad, man. I, I, and I'm laughing because King Josiah put out a tweet about the Nets and the Lakers, but he had somebody going in reverse because they uh, can be hurt. <laughs> so you're looking for a key matchup. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not there because they're preserving themselves for the finals. Anyway, no, I just had to uh, throw that out there. But um, but yeah, the, the West Coast man, those Lakers, like the Nets, they should they had their chance with the Bucks, and a lot of people still not even talking about the Bucks as returning champions. It's the I Nets and the Lakers. Bucks are getting so much disrespect. It's incredible. Man. They've gotten disrespect the last five years when they're yeah. winning regular season titles and getting better every single year. People just skipping the line and trying to put too high of expectations on the Bucks, And then once they exceed with the, the path they were given yes, and they did so exceedingly, they still can't get the respect. So... <laughs> Uh, a lot of it, I think it's a lot of it though, is the personnel. I mean, yeah. they're not players a lot of people love, which, hey, it is what it is, but it, I blame our media because the media should be giving these guys a lot more right. love, being they I are agree. the champions. I mean, I agree. when else are they going to get love? Yes, what sir. else do they got to do? 
Yes, sir. I mean, yes, if, if they're not towards the top, sure. I don't care if you're not giving them the airtime. And but if they're the number one team, no matter what, you gotta you gotta find time for them. Now, Zach, sprinkling the comparisons of yes, everybody sir. else. Now, who's the head coach for, for the Bucks? Mike Budenholzer. Where did he come Crazy. from before became the head coach for the Bucks? Well, uh, San Antonio and then Atlanta. There it is. As a spur. You said it. That's what the Spurs are. And I'm a huge Spurs fan, by the way. Okay. <laughs> That's just how it is. They do their job. They go home. And us as media, overall, we don't, for whatever reason, they don't have the flashy person person with the personality to just outshine everybody. It's just kind of we do our job. We're going to handle business. We're going to go home. Yep. And we're going to win these championships and produce MVPs, all-stars, and still. You know, but anyway, salute to the Bucks. Of course, the Spurs had to throw to my uh, my quick uh, one-liner. Budos is a little louder though, and a little more. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, emotional. Yeah. His facial expressions are comical. Oh yeah, I can't get enough of them. Yes, he just, no, he never looks happy, which is hard. But even when he's happy, he just looks distraught or just misplaced his face. Yes, sir. Let me ask you real quick, though, uh, Spurs, because I throw them into that conversation of the unknown. Um, I just, however, I I feel like they're known to me. Like, I think I know what these guys are going to be. I just think DeJounte Murray is really the only guy that I have a somewhat high ceiling on. Everybody else, I mean, I think can be just solid players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, This is these last couple of years. These next couple of years, on top of these past few years, it's been a challenge, man. And that's like I like to tell anybody. I'm really a hardcore Spurs fan. I'm not one of those, like we talked about, riding the waves or a bandwagon. I live in Houston. I went to school um, an hour and a half away from San Antonio for college. So I've been rocking with them for a while. Um. Yeah, outside of DeJounte Murray, man, we lost Gage. We lost uh, to the Bulls. DeMar DeMar DeRozan. So, it's just like now, rebuilding. But, again, you said at the beginning of the show, I do not count out the moves that they can make because it is a lot of young pieces that they can maybe. For sure. Ben Simmons' name continue to come. You want him. I'll take Ben. You want him, man. I'll take Ben. I'm like, hey, we don't need a shooter. Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson. Come on. He wasn't a shooter, but if we need somebody to facilitate with Murray. Yeah. Hey, I'm fine. No, I think I'm, Murray would have to go, but. I know. I know. But I'm trying to at least. Let, worth it. Yeah. 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 But if, if we can, for whatever reason, keep him. Cool. Mean to Murray. But I, I would like Simmons in San Antonio, especially with a coach like Popovich. Yep. USA gold medalist coach. Obviously, five championships and numerous years of experience. I think Ben Simmons needs someone like that, to your point, an environment of a championship culture so he can get back to reaching his ceiling of potential, which is very, you know, unlimited in my, in my opinion still. Good I think question. it'd be a great flyer for the Spurs. He's, they're one of my favorite spots for him, really, just because I mean they do have shooters over there. I mean, 
they don't have high upside anywhere else besides DeJounte Murray. And I think yeah. Ben has a higher ceiling than DeJounte. So why not? You know, I, I figure it, take a flyer. And I think even if Pop were to retire and Becky Hammond were to come in, I think Ben would be a great piece that would relate to her. I, I think they, I mean, I think their personalities mesh very well. Hmm. I like that. I, I did. I thought that for a while. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. And as far as her being the next head coach, not a question. I, I, I This shouldn't even be, Good. you know, no question. But, uh, yeah, man, definitely a, definitely a stay tuned with that. A few more questions before I let you go, brother. For the guests, like you talked about earlier, man, Joy Taylors, and you've had a nice group of people or a Appreciate nice – amount of people man that has blessed your platform throughout the years one and you don't have to give it all away because i get the same question what is it about you and your platform to get people of influence in the sports world to bless your podcast or your radio show yeah so i I tell everybody it's just i mean one treating everybody with respect and um that's the biggest thing it comes down to and try to go about it as respectfully as possible but I treat it like a full-time sales job I really do I mean I'm, I'm working as hard at my podcast as I almost do at my regular job and uh, I work late hours so it's yes, sir. it's really just grinding I mean trying to reach out to people any way you can and contacting them any shape or form and figuring figuring your way in um, and being professionally persistent i mean that's that's the big thing and uh respectful when you're doing it but um yeah networking with everybody and anybody um and that's you never know who can help connect you um and that's just yeah treating everybody well and hopefully uh things keep growing and relationships keep building because at the end of the day it's all about relationships um that's that's my advice, and that's where uh, it's, I've done well with it. Um, I truly believe uh, I've my show. I've had 180 plus guests overall. It might even be 200 ish now, but I've had 65 or 70 plus current NBA players on. So See? Uh, yeah, it's, I know. it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty like, happy about man. it. <laughs> and world, I want to just add to what Zach just said. Me and Zach spoke over a year and a half ago. A year ago. Hey, can we get on your show? Can I get on your show? And going back and forth. It took 2021. The last quarter in 2021 to make this become reality. So listen to Zach. And if you obviously rock with me, you know my grind. Timing is important. And... I'm not just rocking with Zach because, oh, he's in the same realm. It's kind of like, yo, I see his grind. I like what he does. And like we talked about, you want to, if not surround, but keep people in your timeline or your social media following that kind of helps you keep going. And Zach, you're definitely one of those individuals, man, for real, that continues to help me like, man, okay, he just got this person. All right, got to keep on grinding. It's a motivation thing for me. You know what I mean? That way. Uh, friendly competition in the you know in the way. Uh, um, 
The only way we can make it out here is if we're helping each other at the bottom and helping us grow. I guess so. If we can't get the help from down there, we're never going to get it from anywhere above. So. Yes, sir. And another thing, too, when we look at your Twitter and Ballist Life on Dash Radio, like them outlets are huge. Did you have to pitch? Did you have to, you know, connect with someone? Like, for that to be on your bio, that's something that's huge, man. Because there's a lot of people that's like, man, Merv, how can I get the opportunity of getting sponsored or, or, or to be right. connected or affiliated with someone with, with, with such influence but i have someone on the other end which is you that is, is doing that and has been doing it consistently so what can you provide for that listener man that's maybe looking to get sponsored or put their uh show or their platform on a on a world syndicated uh outlet for sure um so a lot of it i mean just people reach out to you i mean through your work ethic and growth and um, my son sprang in my uh, window up from outside. <laughs> so, <laughs> we almost done. Uh, we almost done. No, no, no rush. No rush. Uh, but really, it's, I mean, basically grinding and people noticing you, but also constantly reaching out as well. I mean, you can reach out to anybody and see what do I got to do and what are, you, what are you looking for? How can I help you? Um, and see if there's a mutual um, interest of where you guys can help each other. I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, in the business world, that's how it works. I mean, you just need to find a way you can help somebody else and get to where they want to go. And um, Ball's Life is working on growing their podcast network. And um, definitely, I got in early with them. And so, they're, I mean, they're helping me grow a lot as well. And so, um, yeah, um, it's, I've constantly, uh, tried networking with businesses as well and um, I've brought on sponsorships they've helped bring on sponsorships and uh, yeah try to be mutually beneficial there it is so for that one podcaster or entrepreneur or anyone in this journey of success don't be afraid to reach out and keep grinding because there will be a point to where to Zach's point it'll be a mutual benefiting partnership to where you both can grow and go from there um that's all i say no is the worst thing anybody can say yeah exactly like you said over 60 70 nba players to bless your platform in addition to other great influential sports figures so that speaks volumes man for 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 you and uh your platform absolutely absolutely but thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. It's definitely long overdue. Had the great Zach Noble. Bless Why Not Sports. Again, congratulations with the addition of the family. And uh, thank you. I don't have all the answers, but I can help you as they, because they're closely in age. Like I told you, my six and three-year-old. So I oh, got you, touch. brother. I got you, man, on how to kind of balance <laughs> all that out. You know what I mean? But if there's yeah, anything that else, man. thing is going <laughs> to rock my world. <laughs> Not ready for it. Uh, but Murph, no, it's real. I appreciate you finally getting me on. And uh, let's make the next time a little shorter than the last. So Yes, sir. Uh, stay in touch, man. And you know I will. Keep grinding, man. 
Yes, sir. I appreciate you, brother. Well, also on that note, Zach, if you can let the world know how to listen to your podcast as well as find as well as to find you on social media. Yeah, I appreciate it. So Twitter's really the only way you can find me. It's Z-A-K-N-O-B-L-E. And then uh, we're Noble and Roosh Show by Ball is Life. Uh, Noble, N-O-B-L-E, and Roosh, R-O-O-S-H. He's a big Houston Rockets guy, uh, but he studies the whole NBA just like me, so he he knows the shit. Uh, But fun canter going back and forth, and uh, yeah, just trying to make our way with great guests. Um, that's basically our niche. So check us out. A lot of player interviews, uh, anywhere where you get your podcast. So I appreciate you having me on and no problem. anytime. Or- yes, sir. Yes, sir. And again, I appreciate the love too, man. I don't take that lightly as I continue to grow, especially on this, uh, road to 500, man, as a host yes, in this thing, as you clearly know, um, securing guests, lining everything up, preparing for the show, but I love what we do and it's, it's still Having people like yourself and growing is why first time guests is why I'm like, you know what? Maybe I keep on going. You know what I mean? So thank you as well for the first time listeners. Thank you for tuning in the avid listeners. What up? What up? What up? Another banger. Another dope episode. Uh, Just make sure everybody continue to be safe. Respect one another. Um, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's demurf. You can also find the show on Instagram. Uh, why not sports underscore you can also check me out uh on my website hit me up see the uh, upcoming shows www.demurfspeaks.com similar to zach wherever you listen to podcasts you can find why not sports roosh houston rockets fan got to talk to you about uh you know our second overall pick all that good stuff coming soon coming soon The world appreciate y'all. Until next time, keep grinding. Keep the faith. Be blessed, man. Catch you later.